0: So hi, everyone, and welcome to our next podcast. Um, Rather than looking at the Cambridge Nationals um, course, which obviously I lead on in school, um, I'm sat here with Miss Morley. Uh, We are then going to go through some GCSE stuff. Uh, We're going to talk a little bit about sport and kind of Miss Morley's history within sport and trying to make it a little bit informal, but also use this as an opportunity that students can use in lesson as a bit of therapy. Um, Rather than talking at length in lesson uh, going uh, cover to cover on a a paper so the current year 11s have just sat GCSE paper one of varying success Um, so we can have a little talk on some of the common errors and maybe some more tips things that we think are really really important for students moving forward Um, so yeah sit back enjoy and uh, let's get to it So, hi Miss Morley.
1: Hi everybody, you okay?
0: Great, so um, obviously we've got a little bit of history together um, and we can kind of speak on that a little bit. So, um, tell everyone how we know each other Miss.
1: Well, I know some of you, I've told quite a few of you before, but Mr. Layton was actually my PE teacher at school. I've been at De La Salle now teaching for three years. Um, I'm still calling him Mr. Layton, uh, but I'm slowly getting used to calling him PL, uh, but I can't call him by his first name yet. Um... It's just a formality with me calling him Mr. Leighton. I know a lot of you giggle about it when it bobbed into my lesson and, and I'm calling him Mr. Layton. But yeah, um, Sir was actually my PE teacher um, when I was at school in St. Mary's. A very good one at that. Uh, so remember. So <laughs> I remember uh, Sir used to take, I was a swimmer as you well know. Uh, sir used to take uh, myself and the team to all the swimming galas um you coached us for the s's didn't you
0: coaching is probably quite a loose term miss for the (laughs) for the water polo because i think kids just to let you know i was there i think that's the best (laughs) way of saying it i I was there while they did it she in a a team of really really talented kids um of varying ages as well it was it wasn't just kind of a one age group thing and it's it's one of the things that i loved um to the point where it was nearly when I turned thirty, it was nearly. It was going to be one of the three things that I took up instead of the American football, which I started, or wrestling. Obviously, I've got right back to my wrestling now. But um, yeah, we, we've got a little bit of history together, me and Miss. So, what I'm I'm really really interested in, Miss, is kind of what's your, what do you feel like your relationship with sport has been through in, in your life so far? I've
1: Really good relationship with sport. Um, I've been lucky enough to play a lot of different sports in my time. Um, starting with swimming, I know um, us GCSE PE um, lot we learn about you know what influences um, people in partaking in sport. And for me, it was very much uh, my parents. And my mum and dad uh, were involved with swimming when they were younger, and that's you know they encouraged me to join a swimming club. For safety as well, uh, learning to swim from there, I really enjoyed it. Uh, trained at Tilsey Swimming Club, uh, played water polo there as well. So I've always been a swimmer and a water polo player. Um, to the point that I used to train before school. I don't know if you remember, sir. I remember coming with wet hair. <laughs> I was just going to
0: say a couple of times you're coming in with wet hair.
1: Yeah, yeah. I used to train before and after school. Um, swam at national standard. Really enjoyed it. The only thing I'd I'd say, sir, with with swimming as a sport, as an individual athlete, you know, it can be quite stressful. Um, You know, in a team sport, you can rely on other people. You've got that kind of team environment, but you know, it's very onerous on yourself. And being um, an individual athlete, Um, and it did get stressful. And I know quite a few of my GCSE, a lot of getting getting that at the moment. A lot of them are really good athletes and it's balancing Mm -hmm. the kind of work commitments and school commitments with the sport um, on top of that. But yeah, I've always loved sport and sport for me is something I've done because I've enjoyed it. Um, If I didn't enjoy doing it, I wouldn't do it. Um, After university, I joined a rugby team just because my friends were and I fancied a change. So I joined Lee Miners um, rugby club with the women just for a bit of fun. Um, obviously recently we've just been promoted into the Super League so that's a bit of a change for me uh, but yes but I've always loved it See um, that was
0: going to be my next question is like you finding your way to rugby yeah. from being an ind- individual athlete I know from speaking to some of the children in school and just kind of my own experiences as well I've I've kind of gone the other way in that I've always been a team player now as I've got older I'm, I'm kind of shedding off I mean still I still feel part of a team but I'm kind of like shedding off the need to be in it be within a team I don't know whether that's my age or the fact that I've always been a team player yeah. but just kind of speak on that for the, for us miss for a sec like going into what was what has kind of got you when you obviously you were saying about like influences and um, what's kind of kept you in sport going from very individual to a team is that like you said because your friends are there and yeah. or,
1: well I found that university um, fantastic place I went to Leeds Beckett mm. um you know well known for sport uh, and I was part of the swimming team the water polo team there and you know I lived with my friends it was a very sociable place uh-huh. uh, and I found that when I came back um when I came back uh, back to Lee I found that I didn't really have um the, the kind of sports team the friendship groups I came home it's quite yeah. you know I started my first job at De La Salle and because I've always been you know very, um, very sociable. I struggled, yeah. uh, and that's why, truthfully, I started the rugby team because a couple of my friends did, and I liked yeah. the fact that they all, you know, got on and they, they enjoyed it and they went out together. So that was actually primarily why I started rugby. But I'm very competitive, so it was <laughs> it was never going to end up it just being fun. Yeah. Uh, so that would, you know, it was through friends. Um, unfortunately, I don't. There wasn't as many role models and women in sport I don't think for me growing up when I was you know uh, our pupils age uh, massive at the moment rugby league especially rugby union you know a lot of sports now it's so great to see and I know you're a massive advocate sir for women in sport
0: I am because I know from history I'm almost like paying like penance for it because I know from teaching GCSE in my past life at at St Mary's not so much because we had a we had a college on site as well but I'm obviously not telling you that because you know that because you went to it <laughs> but um I know from giving examples when I was giving examples from sport I was like I was only giving male examples and I, I, I taught a really particularly the last class who I taught before I moved to De La Salle, it's a really really capable boys and girls class and I felt like I've almost like brainwashed some of them that it was almost it was only men in sport and yeah I know women's sport has grown and grown. Obviously, our our time within while we while we've been here, definitely my time while I've been here. So, I feel like it's it's part of kind of almost playing paying a bit of penance that I need to be giving more female role models and giving more kind of more speech to it, and obviously Mm -hmm. trying to engage more, particularly more women in sport um, within my time here at school. So, yeah. And you can put yourself down as that, Miss. I think, as well as one of the role models. It's
1: oh, there's going
0: to be loads, loads of kids coming through. I think you uh... were. Yeah.
1: It it is. It's fantastic. It's just so fantastic to be involved in a a team in any sport. I've recently started CrossFit as well. I've been telling some of my pupils about it. That's fantastic. It's a kind of of training that's so intense, guys. If any of you have never heard of CrossFit before, it might be worth looking. You know, googling the CrossFit Games and looking at the athletes um, that are involved in that. That's been you know a great training style for myself. Sir,
0: I think sometimes as well, guys. This is a nice little segue into us talking. About some of the GCSE group, and then some of the, your initial thoughts on the paper um, is a look at some of those things because if you can broaden your horizons and broaden your kind of your knowledge bank of examples for, let's say, um, your types of fitness or your fitness testing or what tic- what particular athletes need um, for particular events, then having other things, some of those little niche sports, and particularly like OCR, are all over that because it's very very current. So that is a nice little segue into us talking about um, the current, the paper that you've just sat and uh, Miss's kind of thoughts on that um, so yeah if you if you need a little pause I'm just gonna we'll go into our next segment now and um, so yeah if you need a little pause have a little minute and uh, we'll see you in a moment. So our next little bit, um, we are going to suppose make it a little bit more formal, um, not with, not without uh, a little bit of discussion first. So a little bit of history, going back probably just over a year, isn't it? Um, and we've we've separated you all. We've we've looked at the which course was best suited for you, and you all sat there in the class. I miss Morley Bounds in. <laughs> so obviously you guys will all have, and I do hope you share them with Miss because probably like me, quite open and um, keen to know as well when things are going right and also willing to change things up when they're not, particularly if it's something to do with your learning style. But, what was your initial thoughts miss as soon as you got that group because i know i know before i know you really like him.
1: yeah i do yeah er well my class our class is massive there's a lot you know there's a lot of students in there um i like i like students with no bit of character about them and I've got that in my group. <laughs> I've got that in my group and um, every single person is a massive character yeah. uh, which I love. However, I did look around the room and I thought there's a lot of children in this room and you know they're all very chatty. Uh, so to be fair, I think um, as much as you know they're all great um, it was a case of how am I going to, you know, get the attention of all, mm. all these children that are all fighting for attention themselves. Yeah. Uh, but no, they've been absolutely fantastic. Um, it's just a case of, <laughs> I thought it was going to be a low-level disruption yeah. a few years of that. But no, um, they, they, they're knuckling down, they're doing really well. Um, we have we have some laughs, but what's great about the class is... Um, will find things funny and, you know, they'll have a chat and it's great because they're relating it to sport, you know, I don't want them there as robots. Yeah. But they know when, you know, they know when to switch it on. Um, they've been great. The coursework, the coursework lessons, they've been absolutely fantastic. Um I like know. that.
0: They can switch because, obviously, know, yeah. knowing between the, now that the vocational and the GCSE, that you've got this high number of kids yeah. who are more than capable of doing it and I think...
1: Very a, capable class and very capable.
0: Yeah. In a... In an ideal world, we'd have another member of staff on there as well. Yeah. But I suppose then our the conversation is different because then you wouldn't have such numbers yeah. to which then you can kind of reflect on, it. and it's 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 helpful because I suppose there's lo- hopefully there's loads of people willing to contribute as well.
1: The group dynamics, is fantastic. You know, everyone wants to do well. They're yeah. all keen. They all they've all got a passion yeah. for PA, which is great. You know, you can passion is it's fantastic mm. um, and they were love they get on with each other so well you See, know like we, we have fun i like that
0: because it's it's hard isn't it at time you, you can there's so many children at school and then there's this like hopefully this microcosm of you coming in your class and i know myself from from groups that i've had in the past you the dynamic's not right and you, you kind of aiming them to do well yeah they never get some of them won't get there because of the dynamic they're almost kind of one up each other or Yeah. just kind of keep each other down
1: but it's good for, for me to see as well because we're about that as a department aren't we you know yeah. the whole team PA, Definitely. and they are team GCSE PA. you know they stick by each other they want each other to do well uh, no so the answer to your question sir is I love my class <laughs>
0: so essentially everyone that's been three nearly four minutes of a loving about you all so <laughs> If, if you ever need a little bit of building up listen to the first four minutes of that because that's two people who absolutely think the world of all of you and we really really do want you to do well um, and again this is the reason why we're trying different things as well and obviously a, a lot of you know I've done these podcasts before but this is one essentially just aimed at you guys you GCSE guys so yeah hopefully it's it's used in the used in the right way so um, we've given you a little bit of a big up now is a look for some of you. It might be a little bit of a, uh, a reality check because this, is, I suppose, is the main like the therapy side of it. So, common errors missed through the paper. I, I was going to ask you about your thoughts, your own thoughts on the paper as you, you kind of you, you read through it and you you look for it from your own ability, like your own understanding of it as well. But like our main common errors, things that you from from us all marking them. What are the things that people are doing wrong?
1: I mean, it's a fair paper. This is a past paper from 2018. Um, you know, it's 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 fair enough. It covers everything that we've we've already learnt. Um, but there are some some common errors that are being made within the paper. Um, very surprised uh, to the amount of amount of pupils that are getting confused with reversibility you know the definition for reversibility and i've had um, some corridor conversations with a few yeah. pupils that have said miss you know what i'm understanding the questions but i'm struggling with my definitions yeah i know before you know i'd given them the results back they knew that they hadn't given the correct definition mm-hmm. and that's what and unfortunately that's what OCR are like, can't they especially with the you need you can't be um, you know, hazard and a guess yeah. it needs to be um, the exact definition so I think I'm looking through these papers a lot of children are getting you know mixed up with the term reversibility
0: so kids at this point obviously if you've, if you've got your work with you have a look at what the term what actually reversibility is alright so it's not going backwards in your training or chain, going backwards through your training if you've already done let's say two weeks of training doing the same thing we talk about reversibility being, if there's anything to do with illness, injury or infirmity. So basically if you get injured, so um, on the the day of recording this, um, November 10th, we had two quite serious injuries within school yesterday. Um, a lad who's hurt his shoulder and obviously, unfortunately a lad who's broken both bones in his legs. So he, both of those two are gonna see reversibility in the fitness. So any fitness gains made are gonna be lost because of illness injury or infirmity so you've got to make sure you understand that I think prior to us going to oh, sorry before we then start talking about some of our kind of top tips for um prepping for these exams or doing this again if you're going to do it better you've got to know your definitions you've got to learn them almost like as you'd learn things within Spanish or learn quotes um find a way which you can learn them and um, what's most suitable to you
1: I have got you the defin- definition here, guys. It's any performance, fitness, gain that has occurred through through training can be lost once training has stopped or training must be maintained to prevent loss of performance. Um, and what, what I have found um, within the paper is that a lot of you guys are knowing your stuff, but I've been marking it what I call TV and TV stands for too vague. So although I know and it's frustrating for me sometimes when I'm marking it, you, you do know the answers, but sometimes I don't know whether you're in a rush or you know, um, you're skipping on to the next thing, your answers are too vague, you're not giving me enough detail, um, for us to be able to award you a mark.
0: So, both, and I've, I've said this mm. for as long as I've been, PE, been a PE teacher, and as long as, um, definitely from I've said it to Miss Morley when I taught her, is PE papers are not marked by PE specialists, they are marked by teachers who are either a after a little bit of money over summer b maybe aren't in a job yet of, of teaching so need that money over summer they might be retired teachers as well and they are marking exactly to the mark scheme so don't go around the houses when you already know the address you're supposed to be going to i think is what a really good point to make
1: i mean an example for that since we were talking about the reversibility question um, an example um, of a two, uh, an answer that's too vague is Put in, go back to where they were yeah although what you're saying is right and i understand that and i know that you from from you writing that i know that you understand the term reversibility it's too vague you won't get a mark you need to learn the definition but you know sir um a lot of what i can see in this paper and i, I knew anyway that you know they'd understood it the body systems my class are fantastic with Great. cardiovascular system um, respiratory system all the systems, any question, you know, you guys are fantastic. When we've been doing low-state quizzes in yeah. class, they bob on with those body systems. Good. Really, really good. And if you ask any of my children questions on, you know, the components of fitness and the testing, you know, really, I don't think there was anyone that dropped a mark um, for those kind of questions. So well done. Um, I think we've got a, quite a few keen scientists in our class yeah. that probably, you know, helps with that as well.
0: See, I talk about, like, traffic lights and your questions I know probably other people do as well but that as Mr. just said there then that is an area then that most of you can kind of green then when you look back through your paper consider that an area that you're almost like an expert in now you know prior to the exam as with other exam boards and other exams that you are going to be sitting that you're almost going to be given um, uh, like a a sheet of paper or uh, a document that's going to say these are the things you're going to uh, be tested upon so fingers crossed for that let's hope you do get that um as an area don't sleep on any of the other areas don't kind of put it away and it's it's one that we prior to us starting recording this uh myself and miss started talking about levers um and honestly kids when it 2018 was actually the last time i taught gcs epe before i started teaching more gcs sorry before i started teaching more cambridge nationals and leavers was something I had to go back over it's an A-level topic which has been brought down onto the GCSE syllabus to stretch students like yourselves so don't beat yourself up about it it's your first lot of marks but know the mistakes that you're making we've got that nice for 1, two, three FLE you've got to know your different classes of leavers um, so that's one for me to go away and have a look at don't know if you want to speak on any of that miss
1: no I think you've covered it there so I think I'm just looking through the, um, someone's paper now, um, it's our long our long answered questions I think sir yeah. as well, uh, but to, to be fair um, we have co- the delivery of the, the course has obviously been compromised because of um, Covid yeah. so we got through, We because we didn't have as many practicals because mm. we were learning from yeah, home, yeah, yeah. we really flew through um, the course so we're in we're in a situation now where we're gonna assume we're gonna to start to you know reteach everything now. I would like to spend some time with the children going over exam technique and answering those long long um, long questions and doing so so well, so we will pick up on that guy so. Um, when we, when you get these papers back, we'll have the opportunity to go through all of this. Um, we will have a mark scheme for everyone, so we will spend a lot of time doing the therapy on this.
0: And that's helpful because you can, I suppose you can sit and you listen to this as well, some of the things that we are saying, rather than it being kind of black and white, monochrome, quite cold, just reading a paper, you can have a listen to this and have a think about some of the things that we're saying that you, you've all got some really, really good, solid answers, but it's it's areas that you need to improve on. For example, your levers. Um, I know I marked a couple of questions and um, the, the question is labeled and it's asking you about what muscle is in the lower leg and what bone is on the front of the lower leg. And uh, of the six, seven papers that I marked, four children got it, they, did, they misinterpreted the question. So it's, it's making sure you're, you're reading. Again, exam tip here, get a highlighter some of my cambridge national students do it they take a highlighter with them and highlighting in um, what the question's actually asking them and it's more your literacy stuff as well the, the way you answer as Mrs. just said there about the six mark questions it's looking at what they're actually asking you to do how to attack it effectively so then you're not kind of hamstringing yourself and tripping yourself up and basically saying look i'm only going to get two marks on this because i'm not writing in a continuous prose or I'm writing too vaguely. So we're going to leave it there for the moment. Our next little segment is just going to kind of talk about our uh, GCSE tips. Kind of finish off with talking about sport moving forward for Miss, um, where she kind of sees what are some of her goals are with sport, and uh, just a little bit of fun at the end, uh, a couple of quick fire questions for Miss. So. Let's talk revision, miss. How did you revise for your exams?
1: I... Did you
0: you revise for your exams? I
1: did revise for my exams, yes. Correct Um, answer. I was a massive geek. I still (laughs) am. (laughs) Um, But I did so through ways that suited myself Mm. I wasn't someone that would learn a great deal from reading out things I know a lot of my students do they love reading in black and white they love processing it that way I was someone that liked to have discussions with someone Uh, my mum probably hated it she probably found it really annoying but I'd ask my mum to talk through you know the topic areas with me I created my own little highlighter little revision notes and I'd pass pass them to my mum and I'd have her because she didn't have a clue what was going on in OCR, GCSEPE, uh but I had my mum ask me these questions yeah. I'd answer them and if I got it wrong straight away you know <laughs> she was there to give me the answer Um, so yeah I did it through talking I also liked explaining it to other people even when they knew mm. they were probably <laughs> my friends were a lot brighter than myself but I'd still explain it to them yeah. so that in explaining to them I was understanding it myself that's a good way to do it um, so yeah through through talking, which I like to do. Yeah. That was uh, how I did the majority of my revision. I also, uh, <laughs> I tried to, you know, like we've got that one, two, three, think FLE yeah. in our class as well. We have agility is the ability to change direction at speed. I kind of like to think, you know, of different rhymes. Yeah. Um, and I just did fun little ways like that. Um, I remember being... At St Mary's, I used to. I know we're big on you know the the recall, yeah. re- learning things, but being able to remember it, not just forgetting it straight away. I know you used to have us um, in a classroom. We'd write down, you know, our definitions. We'd you'd have us sticking it on the other side of the classroom door. Uh, we'd have we'd learn it. We'd have a couple of minutes off topic, have a chat about whatever, then we'd go out and we'd have to try and remember it. And we'd see how much of that we could recall. Because unfortunately, sometimes I know we want you all to to learn these sports skills. We want you to have a good awareness of why you're learning what you're learning. But unfortunately, when you're in that exam, you need to know, you need to remember those definitions, don't you? So it is, it's recalling things. And if you're, there's no better feeling than putting the time in. Learning it, yeah. being confident—it's like in sport, isn't it? When you're playing a game, if you know—if you don't know, if you're not in rugby, if you've not learned your runs and you don't know your lines, yeah. you're not going to be confident. You're not going to run in sharp, are you? Because you know you're going to be nervous about it. And it's just like that um, in your exams. There's no better feeling than revising for it, being prepared, yeah. and going in and having the confidence to smash it.
0: You've got kids this like—I <clears throat> think this proper safety net of six people who. On their day, will give you any time that you want if any of you are particular. If you're after a particular thing, if you've got a particular worry in PE uh, within a, a subject area. And I'd say we're all confident and competent GCSE teachers. But some of the things that Miss is saying there is true. It's, it's being confident to learn it in the way that you did. I, like Miss, my mum was a big advocate. Of this mum wasn't as interested as Miss as Morley's mum is. Anne-Marie Morley
1: <laughs> legend. Mine, mine
0: was. When it comes to your exams, like do what you need to do. So in the, I spent a lot of time in the kitchen learning things. So, and I'm a very kind of visual I, about the recall. So I had different topics in different cupboards. So I know when I went into it, like where I made a cup of tea, a cup of tea, I know I could find all my skeletal stuff in there. So when I then sat in the exam, I closed my eyes and could do it. it it's kind of that, that way, almost like... Your mental preparation stuff that you talk about in preparing for sport, but it was also that visualization of oh I'm here in the kitchen and I open. oh all right, it was halfway down and it was about the pelvis or it was out further down and it was talking about your femur and uh, the kind of all the connective stuff that goes around there. So do it in a way and be confident in a way that you you feel like you can do it
1: and mix it up as well just because you know. I couldn't just say to my teacher, "Oh no, I'm not, you know, writing anything down. I'm not. Yeah. I don't learn like that." It's great to have a variety because you probably don't even know which learning you might prefer one because it's more fun. But yeah. that doesn't necessarily mean you actually learn well that way. So it is. It's all about mixing it up.
0: And we've gone through this very recently, this big turnaround because from when I started being a teacher and when I taught Miss and obviously a heck of a lot of other children, I actually all. I taught Miss Aldred at one point as well, so that shows how old I am and how old these two these young ones are. Um, it's doing it, as Miss said, they're mixing it up, but doing it differently for maybe different areas. Yeah. So then when you get on your paper too, which obviously we're going to talk about again for some more therapy at another point, maybe do your revision in a different way. Maybe make one very visual and then one very kinesthetic or one very auditory, so having a little listen yeah. to things. Um.
1: They laughed at me so when I did this Pathway of Air song, you know, the Ed Sharon. They they were, I remember in year nine, stood at the front and they thought, This teacher is bonkers. <laughs> and they were like, Why is she singing this song in front of us all? And that
0: is the first time I'd heard it yeah. as well. And I it was it absolutely blew my mind, Mr. Befer that you'd you'd and learn it like that, that I
1: had the time to make it <laughs> up as well. <laughs> but um now they're in my office and they'll be singing it and you, they know it off by heart it's yeah. just so funny um, but it, I, it's different I, ways of learning
0: I think a lot of it is to do with how maybe how certain things like that make them feel and also how they feel doing it like being embarrassed like kids I'm going to be honest I know no people from who I went to I'm not, I still know them I'm not friends with anyone I went to school with I hope you are when you get older you get older my age You've got to do it for yourself. Like yeah. Miss said before, there's absolutely no better feeling than putting a work in and absolutely smashing it. So, let's talk about last two little bits. Any goals within the rest of your sporting career, Miss, now? I mean, I say your sporting career, you are still very young in your sporting
1: career, so... Oh, well, yeah. It's hard. It's hard because... I sound like I'm showing off here, but I do it all the time. So <laughs> what's new? It's not showing off if, if you're actually very, very good at something. So, well, obviously, I'd say as an athlete, I peaked a while ago. Obviously, I, you know, played for Great Britain water yeah. polo with the junior. I've been, you know, all over Europe playing um, and enjoyed it. Um, I swam, you know, uh, nationally swam at Malta for the for my school at the time in the Catholic Games. Um, so that I don't think. Um, I'll ever, you know, compete at a higher level than that, which she is says, frustrating.
0: She says, I've been just recently been called up for Ireland to play for
1: <laughs> in, uh,
0: international level and then also her team becoming uh, Super League. So, yeah, you've, I don't think you've peaked <laughs> yet,
1: Miss. Yeah, I ju- well, at the moment, I still do, and I said that at the start. Of the podcast i'll always do sport for enjoyment yeah Uh, wherever it takes me i enjoy i'm a competitive person but ultimately i'll always do it for enjoyment i'd never do it um you know if i didn't enjoy it but yeah um rugby's going great at the moment um absolutely loving it really big challenge for my team stepping up to be in the super league Uh, fantastic for the club because we're the only community club to be to be competing that. in the absolutely and that. you know, when we've we've worked really, really hard to get there. Well, not just myself, but you know, it's been years before I joined the club, a lot of, you know, background work going on. The pathway for girls is fantastic. There's an under fourteens and under sixteens team at minors yeah. uh, with two girls teams. They've actually got more girls on the um, in the under sixteens team at the moment than they have lads which is, you Ladies, know, imagine that 10 years ago. If today. that is,
0: if that isn't a call to arms for all of you, as in getting your hands up and trying something different and lads equally getting there and supporting or getting yourself in a position where you can support that, whether it be coaching or refereeing or... Uh, I said a couple of years ago, girls' sport, from a, a media point of view, and this is a nice kind of link between Cambridge Nationals and GCSE women's sport is if you are a uh, a TV company or if they're a sponsor that three, four years ago, you're getting in on the ground floor because you know what? Imagine being the sponsor of Lee Miners now and all of a sudden yeah. you're going to be a super league team and you, you, your brand's going to be on TV. Yeah. It's yeah. another, it's a nice little link. Have a look in your GCSE stuff about that. Right. Let's finish up then, miss <laughs> because we've talked a little bit. Hopefully you've all enjoyed this. It's something a little bit different. Um, I, Uh, I've got a couple of little questions for you, Miss. It's a bit of fun. It's about PE anyway, so... Class. Right. Doesn't have to be just be our PE department either, Miss. It can be anything within your experience. And hopefully, kids, you'll be able to have this kind of conversation as well. Not right now, because you need a little bit of uh, experience to have it. Who would you say is your best practical PE teacher from you being a From Either from you being a teacher... So you're observing, or from being taught,
1: practical in their ability, or the delivery. So when I was when I was younger, being yeah. taught. A yeah. practical Or lesson.
0: or from you sitting, so you're watching a lesson. You you kind of we have we obviously because we all teach quite close together. Everyone you you can have these moments sometimes where you can kind of look over and see something going on that's really really good and think, oh, that that looks class. So like mine, I'll give Miss a little bit of flavour. Mine, best practical teacher I've I ever experienced with my two male PE teachers at when I was at school, John Barton and John Griffin. Uh, absolute proper inspiration to me. Um, reason I got into it. Um, reason definitely the practical side of it anyway. Sue McDonald, who was my GCSE teacher, who's just retired. Uh, absolutely loves Sue. Very, very similar delivery style to like Miss Moran. So... I know what it's like to be taught by a Jack Russell, everyone.
1: That's definitely...
0: <laughs> So, yeah. Bit of flavour there then, Miss. So, best best you've ever, ever been taught by or best you've observed?
1: Um, interestingly, I probably... It means nothing to you guys, so you'll remember Miss Jackson. Yeah. Now, I uh, was very sporty. However, dance was not my thing. Yeah. Um, but she made me love dance. You love dance now, though? I because of Miss Jackson, Aww. I never danced. All my friends were fantastic, um, and I just loved 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 her her dance lessons that we did. My confidence was on the floor. I was, you know, one of the girls that was like, mm. yeah. you know, I like rugby, football, all of that, and I'm a massive dance convert now. Um, as a... you year eleven girls will know, um, just because of how fun the the yeah. dance the dance lessons we did, Thriller to Michael Jackson, I loved it. I just, I, and I've, I know some really, really good teachers like yourself, sir. Um, Come on, Timidon. No, you know it, yeah. it was fantastic. Uh, but I, I, I love those lessons, the sports. So and I just remember not enjoying dance, and after and they're the best teachers, aren't they? Yeah. Though when you don't enjoy the subjects, but they make you enjoy it. It's
0: like a little, it sneakily, sneakily gets you loving it.
1: But. All my P P teachers and the P teachers in this department, I think, are fantastic.
0: (laughs) Theory side, then? Yes. Who'd you rate? Let's keep it very, let's keep it to maybe when you were training to be a teacher this time.
1: You know what, sir, I'd say yourself, from what I've, from the lessons I've seen, I like I like your style of teaching because I feel that, you know, whenever I walk past uh, sir's lesson, I feel like he's got everyone hook, line and sinker, you know, um, everyone's hanging on to his every word. Because you are an interesting guy, sir, right? Oh, nice. yes. <laughs> but, you know, you make it, you know it is, um, you, you do make your lessons interesting and you, you never teach people, just be taught, you know, you give them the ins and outs, which is fantastic. But I love
0: it, and that's the thing. You've got passion for it, haven't yeah. you?
1: You're, just, you're so passionate, which is great, and I think that, like, comes off on everybody else around you, yeah. doesn't it? So, yes, yeah, I'll give you that one.
0: Oh, first one, then. First one, keep, first one on the leader, because I'm going to do more of these kids. Obviously, you're very welcome to listen to them. They won't be for you particularly. The, the Paper 2 one will do, uh, but it'll obviously be different questions for Miss here, but, yeah, for the Year 10 one, they're going to ask... Mr Fletcher and Mr Whelan, similar questions initially. So, um, if you had to be on an eight-hour plane journey with <laughs> someone from just from Team PE, who could you tolerate for eight hours, Miss?
1: Mrs Hart. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs Hart, definitely.
0: Mrs Hart is honestly, obviously, most of you Chilled. guys have been taught by... It. Mrs Hart's one of my oldest friends, kids as well. like Me and Miss met in uni <clears throat> and honestly is... Yeah, like Miss said, she's the most kind of relaxed. I very rarely hear her raise her voice, so yeah.
1: She's so fun as well. She'd come up with like creative, cool games for us to play, wouldn't she? She'd
0: always have some crafts. Yeah. She's a solid she's got a solid mum game. She's a
1: mum, she'd have snacks for me, she'd have some corn snacks. <laughs> yeah, definitely. She loves corn snacks. <laughs> right.
0: After this eight-hour playing journey, then instead of that, who would you least likely like to be lost on a desert island with, Miss?
1: Um,
0: so you're not with Mrs Hart now. You're on the eight-hour plane I'm journey with I'm on the plane someone. journey. Planes crashed, though.
1: Planes crashed.
0: Desert uh, Island. Okay,
1: I'm going to go Miss Reddy. <laughs> okay, so Miss Reddy, I hope she doesn't mind me saying, is, you know, my desk is right next to hers, guys, okay? And her stuff gets everywhere. I mean, everywhere. So I I feel that she wouldn't be organised enough for my liking. I feel that... I'd lose everything and she'd lose everything. Between us both, we'd lose everything. So it'd be somehow be your fault. And it'd be my fault. It'd be my fault. Um, And we'd have no way of getting out because everything would be lost. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh, Miss Reddy, unfortunately, I think you might be getting quite a bit of her time. I keep asking people that same question. So book your ideas up, Will. You get yourself organised. Otherwise, I'm just going to keep hammering you. Oh. Right, so, Miss, this has been proper fun. Will, we're going to set up for the next one for Paper 2. So um, Paper 2, um, obviously, we're talking more contemporary issues. So we'll we'll look at that on your next... Uh, Podcast. Hopefully, there is going to be another one. Um, Do let us know, kids, if there's anything you particularly like to hear on the next one. If any of you've got any kind of questions you want to ask, you could send give them to Miss on Friday um, once you've had a listen to this. Um, whether you use it in lesson on Friday or moving forward on another lesson for your therapy. um...
1: If anybody wants any (laughs) shout-outs on on the next podcast, you can message me via Microsoft Teams and I can make your dreams happen.
0: Oh, my goodness. Right, (laughs) Miss, thanks so much for your time. I do hope these uh, uh, are going to happen a bit more frequently moving forward. Um, That has been great. Thanks, Miss.
1: Thanks for having me. Bye, everybody.